Welcome to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer, a show full of tips and practical strategies to repair, rebuild, and strengthen your relationship. If you are currently stuck wondering if your marriage can be saved, or you know you want to save it but don't know how to go about changing it, this show is for you. And now here is your host, Nicola Beer, who specializes in a proven 10-step program to help couples increase the love, passion, and happiness in their marriage in 30 days or less, guaranteed. Hi and welcome, this is Nicola Beer. It's been a while since I've done the solo podcast and now I'm back with a vengeance. I've created 25 that I'm going to be delivering over the next month or two months so I'm really excited. I had a break for a while where I was doing interviews and working with another coach and now I just want to be with my audience and thank you so much for all your lovely responses. I really appreciate as well when you give it a review and you you give it some nice stars um, because that helps the show stay more visible and that's why I'm back. That's why I am now creating another at least 25 solo discussions because of your requests. So yeah, give me a shout if you have any questions and really appreciate any reviews. So today I'm going to be talking to you about how to restore respect in a relationship and overcome marriage problems. Lack of respect is one of the key reasons many couples get divorced. It's one of the major marriage problem signs. It destroys love, connection and intimacy. Many individuals and couples that join my online Save My Marriage program share that respect has been missing or lost in their relationship for some time. So I wanted to address what respect is in a loving relationship and how you can restore respect if it's missing. Dr. Emerson, in Love and Respect, The Love She Most Desires, The Respect He Desperately Needs, says that women need to be shown love and what men most need is respect in a marriage for harmony. And I agree with Dr. Emerson's notion. However, men also need love and women need respect, as does the relationship. So what is respect? Respect is where you, one, consistently consider and value the feelings and opinions of your partner. Two, talk to and treat your lover in ways that you would want to be treated. Three, compromise and negotiate with your partner respectfully. Lack of respect is where these aren't happening. Now, whilst this sounds very simple, the stresses and strains of modern day life can easily leave for respect to go. We probably all at some point have been guilty of taking our stresses out on our partner. But if this has become a constant way you relate, then you need to take action quickly to restore it. And as I mentioned, a lack of respect can lead to the marriage breakdown and it can also lead to a divorce. When rebuilding respect, it is important to know that respect is not just the absence of negative behaviour, but also the presence of positive behaviour. A couple that joined my online program recently was suffering from a lack of respect in their marriage. Keith felt that his wife didn't respect the hard work he was doing to provide for the family. He took his wife Sarah's complaining about the lack of time he spent with the family and her telling him to get a better paid job as a real insult. He said to me, respect went a long time ago, Nicola. I'm not sure how we can ever get it back. Sarah felt her husband was not respecting everything she was doing, raising three children, running the home, 
organising all the weekend activities, holidays and family gatherings. They both thought that each other had it easy. Sarah said, I'd love to be able to escape the office or go on a business trip or take a break. I get no break, she said several times with Keith at home. And he became furious at this, saying that his trips for business are not a holiday, but hard work, long hours and lots of pressure. This lack of respect for each other's roles led to a lack of respect in the way they communicated. They spoke down to each other, using sarcasm or criticism rather than being kind at first. When they started the online programme, they were barely communicating and slowly the relationship was shutting down. In order to restore respect, there are several things you can do to avoid this common marriage problem. And here are a few. So, number one is to respect each other's roles. The chances are that you agreed with your husband or wife, lover or partner, whatever you you call them, on the roles that you're going to have in the relationship and in the home. And in the marriage, definitely, if you're married. So you would have decided who is going to be the breadwinner, who is going to look after the children, who's going to look after this in the house, who's going to look after that. The biggest way to show respect is to support and appreciate each other's efforts. Because just because you decided you're going to have this role and I'm going to have this role, you need to really honour that and, and appreciate it and still respect it. So compliment and thank your partner for the role that they're fulfilling. We all like to be praised for the efforts and gifts that we bring into the relationship, even if it is our role that we agreed. This restores respect because being noticed and valued is important for both men and women. Another way to show respect is to be there for each other. If one of you is having a difficult or a tough time, then you really want your partner to listen to you without trying to fix the problem. Definitely, you can always ask for someone's opinion. You can always say to them, what do you think after describing what you're describing? So don't give opinions unless you are asked for an opinion. And then act respectfully and showing support during these stressful times. How can you show support support during these times? You can do that by offering your partner to have a lie-in, offering them to go and have a lie-down, offering to do an errand that they need to do. Encouraging them to take time out for themselves to do something they love. This is how you can really show support for each other if they're finding that the role that they've got within the relationship is very demanding at times. If the, one of you is really stressed by work, if one of you is really stressed by your children, if one of you is really stressed by the in-laws, then encouraging each other to have that space. That's key. The next is... Respect each other's viewpoints and feelings. Disagreements are normal and healthy in a marriage. In fact, I don't know if you've heard of John Gottman. He started working in marriage area and supporting marriages about 40 years ago now. And he estimates that 70% of all marital conflicts will never be resolved. Now, that's not to depress you. That's to just show you that there are going to be some things that you're never going to agree on and that's fine and so it's key though to respect each other's viewpoints and feelings vicious personal attacks at your spouse's character or personality are not respectful 
So you can actually disagree without belittling or without hurting. And this is the difference between standing up for yourself and what you believe in and being defensive and attacking. Everyone has a right to their own feelings and viewpoints and all feelings are valid. And it's disrespectful to say to someone as well that you shouldn't feel the way you feel because we can't help the way we feel. If that's how we feel, that's how we feel. A same uh, as saying that someone's too sensitive. That's part of that person. And they may be being sensitive, but they're hurt. And if they're sensitive, then the way that communication is happening must need to change. Or telling someone that they're overreacting. Now, they may well be overreacting. However, saying that to someone is going to cause a huge drama. You may go up to them later, after the argument, after the disagreement, when you're in a really happy, special place, and say, I'm concerned about you, you, you got really angry, are you okay? Is there anything else on your mind? Are you stressed with work? Are you, is there anything I can do to, to support you? But definitely not in the moment, that's disrespectful. So the key for showing respect is to validate each other's feelings and you will remain close and validate each other's point of view, even if you do not agree. Research has shown and this is by Harville, that what we really seek when we are discussing things with someone close to us in relationships is someone just to say to us, I can see how you feel that way, or I can see where you're coming from, or I can understand how you may have drawn that conclusion, or it makes sense now you've explained that to me. We just want to know that we're not crazy that what we're saying is valid. And often once we get that, we feel fine and we can move on and we can be happily agree to disagree as long as we feel heard. And as Stephen Cavoy used to say, is seek first to understand and then to be understood. And so really seek to understand each other. That is respectful and that will go a long way to improving communication if you're having poor communication at the moment, as well as are ways to keep you closer. And I talk about this actually on my webinar that I'm now running. And you can check this out. I'm going to be talking about respect. I'm also going to be talking about some other tips and ways to improve your relationship. It's a 60 to 90 minute discussion. Join me. I'd love it for you to, to join me on that. So I'm going to put the link below with the write-up for this podcast episode. So I would love to see you on the webinar. And the webinar is called Marriage Secrets, Save Your Marriage. Number three is respect each other's opinions. This is critical for a supportive, close relationship. The first step in respecting your partner's opinion is to ask for it. Asking for each other's opinion, allowing each other to influence each other, is showing respect. Asking, what do you think I should do about this? Or can you help me with this? Or shall we do this? That is really respectful. And I'm going to give you another Stephen Cavoy quote because I think he's amazing. And if you don't know him, he wrote The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And his book has now been sold in countries all around the world. I think it's over 50 different countries and has become a training module and millions and millions of books have been sold. It's uh, really, truly amazing. 
And so he also says that the key to commitment is involvement. Now, I heard that when I was 20, and I've been using it ever since for personal and business relationships, sharing my thoughts and asking for input from others. Because when you involve your partner, you are demonstrating respect and honouring their value. I'm going to give you an example of a lady that I was working with. I've changed her name, but let's call her Reem for now. So Reem was angry that her husband was always constantly asking her what to do all the time when it came to her children. Nicola, he drives me mad. Ask me what I need to do to feed the baby or where to put the nappies. He should know. What if he didn't ask, I said, and he got it wrong? He does get it wrong all the time, Nicola. Drives me mad, she said. So do you tell him that he gets it wrong, I said. Oh, yes, but he never listens or learns, she said. Reem's constant criticism had led her husband to not want to take any decisions for fear of being moaned at. Then Reem became annoyed because he was asking for her opinion on everything. And I suggested to Reem that if she wants this to change, she needs to empower her husband and let him decide what he thinks is best. She agreed to try the following. When her husband would ask her her opinion, she would empower him and she would say, whatever you think. Or she would say, it's your call. And not to moan at him like she did. And once she started to do that and encouraging him, it made a huge shift in their relationship. Just by this one simple statement, he felt respected because he was entrusted to make decisions And he wasn't told off for everything he did. And she felt less burdened. The fourth way you can bring respect back into a relationship if it's been lost is to respect each other by making joint decisions. Make joint decisions together and continue to dialogue until you reach a compromise or agreement. And if you can't reach an agreement, then keep talking until you agree to disagree and move forward. Joint decisions are really really key because they show that you really respect each other's input and that you're important. Where I see this not happening, it really does destroy trust and respect, especially if someone's making financial decisions without including the other, holiday decisions, acting like a a solo independent person, and that can kill a marriage. So when you ask each other what do you think about this? Let's decide together. What should we do with the children this summer? What should we do at Christmas? What should we do for whatever it is? Making joint decisions is really empowering, especially when it comes to big things like holidays, children, finances, in-laws, managing all of those kind of things. What often comes up when I discuss respect with couples is infidelity. And they'll say to me, But I've lost respect, Nicola, because he cheated on me or she cheated on me. And so with infidelity, respect has to be rebuilt through consistent actions of kindness, love and trust. You can't just all of a sudden reinstall respect by saying, please respect me. It won't happen again. I'm really sorry. I do have lots of other episodes on affairs, so be sure to check them out. What you need to do is you need to, over the course of time, show them that you respect them, show them that you love them, show them that you care, and this is how you bring back the respect if the respect has been lost. 
because of an affair or an act of violence. Often I help couples with anger management, women who get very abusive and very angry and they want to stop this pattern. They want to stop this pattern because they don't want their children to see them being so aggressive and angry. And the same with men, men who become violent, smashing things around the house or shouting loud or ruining days out because they just can't control their temper. So again, this is something individual that we need to work on if we are the one that is acting out in this area. The thing about the lack of respect is that it often works as a vicious cycle where mutual disrespect can feed on itself. One person does something, the other person ignores them, then the other person ignores them, and then it just becomes a very negative cycle, which causes more anger and more frustration. So we really want to break that cycle of respect. So one thing could be just actually discussing it, you know, listening to this episode together, sharing it, saying, okay, we've lost respect, We're, we're calling each other's names, we're not acting respectfully, we're not making decisions together, or we're not validating each other we're not listening to each other and then working out a way forward drawing a line under it I sometimes work with couples on this just alone they just come to me and say look help us with the respect and we just set agreements we set agreements for what they are going to do moving forward and so that's really key and this is just one of the many communication principles that I have in my online program to support couples re-establish respect I share with them that you can never really work on the relationship. You can only really ever work on yourself. It is disrespectful to police your partner on what they're doing right in the relationship and what they're doing wrong. So the key here is to look at your own behaviour and then say to yourself, okay, I'm going to act really respectfully in, in this relationship and then their vibration and the respect that they bring in will naturally increase and you will get that loving relationship that you truly deserve. So the easiest way is just to treat your lover, your partner, how you want to be treated, and then respect will come back really, really quickly. So I hope you enjoyed listening to this. I am glad to be back. As I said, I do have my webinar, which I'm going to put the details below. I'd love it if you could join me for that, where I give you 60 to 90 minutes of slides and a video of me really talking you through how to have a really powerful transformation. It's deeper than these podcasts and the slides so you can also get that visual element to it. Be delighted to have you as my guest. Thank you again. From my heart to yours, have a wonderful week ahead. Thank you for listening to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer. To book your free Save My Marriage consultation, please visit www.savemymarriageprogram.com forward slash consult. And if you've enjoyed this episode, Nicola would really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review on whatever app you're listening through so the show stays visible, allowing more people to get the support they need to increase their love, passion and happiness.